Welcome to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual medium, oracle for the many, and joy advocate, guiding you into all things life transformational. And I have a dear friend with me that I want uh, for us to visit with today. She's been on the podcast before, so go look for her podcast um, previously this year. Robin Finney is with me, my dear friend and colleague. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Marianne. Oh, thank you for coming and spending your time with us. And um, Robin and I met through Darla Ledoux, through Sourced Experience. And we were in a year-long coaching program together. We got to retreat together. We got to be in person. We've visited on Zoom calls. And we have just enjoyed each other's growth and transformation through all the tears and the joys. Yes. (laughs) They're all part of our our journey. So um, Robin's uh, website is wanderingantaunt.com. And we'll talk a little bit about that real quick. Um, And but we want to jump right in. um, And what, who is Robin and what good do you bring into the world? Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for having me back again. And so I am an Oracle intuitive and authenticity guide, and I really believe that I'm here to create safe spaces and inspiring spaces for others to be seen and heard so that they can be received with love. Cause I believe at the core of being human, that that's what we all want and desire. And so through whatever I'm doing, no matter what it is, whether it's consulting or coaching or doing an Oracle card reading, or you're taking my course, um, anything or going on a trip with me, it's, that is my foundation. So I want each, each person to feel like, and to know that they matter and are here for a reason. Absolutely. That worthiness, that value that, yes, I can, I'm worthy to take up this space I love that. Um, and you call yourself a, an, uh, an intuitive and authenticity guide. So explain that just a little bit more to us, uh, because our topic today is owning your rhythm. So in relation to that, move us right into uh, your topic of owning your rhythm. Absolutely. Yeah. So as as an intuitive, I I am a channel for channeling messages, um, from, from source, from the divine, from my deep inner knowing out into the world. And that's even with myself. It's like, we all have that innate, we all have intuition within us. And it's kind of that innate knowing that deep knowing within. And so I have that at my core and then authenticity is really aligning myself and others, because we're always doing the work alongside our clients um, to really own their beautiful, authentic selves. And I ownership like that term, that's really been showing up a lot for me um, over the past few years, but really over the last year and a half, since I've been a bit more grounded um, for those, those who know me um, or have been following my journey. I'm normally I'm a a nomad and I'm traveling all over the world and visiting amazing places, different countries. And I've been grounded back in Dallas 
And it's been, it's been a journey of learning to go inward. Whereas before I was outward and seeking my, just being, wanting to be lit up by places and experiences. And so this past year and a half has really taught me to find that within myself and tune inward and really build up my own deep knowing and trust within myself. And so when I look at that, I think about like owning your own rhythm and there's always been like this pressure from the outside world, whether it's pressure from your family, from your friends, from society. If you're, if you are working for a company pressure from, from your boss, from your team, or with, if you're working, you know, working with a coach or working with whoever it is, it's just like that, that collective pressure that we all feel at times. And this past, you know, this past time of being in the pandemics really taught me that nothing and nothing is certain in life. And also it's like, we can go through so much and come out so much stronger, but we have to start at our core and we have to start with how we best operate, how we're designed. And so it's, it's setting boundaries for ourselves so that we can own our rhythm, our timing, our pace in that way. Because it's not, we're not living conditionally then. Right. No, if we're owning who we are and our pace, our rhythm, our swells and dips and, you know, then we're much more, there's much more ease and flow. It's not like a jolt of a stop and start. Yeah. To me, it, it sounds like, you know, rhythm, you think about rhythm, you think of ease and flow, you think of a flowing. So, um, so what problem do you help your clients solve? What kind of transformation do they receive when they work with you? Because you have so many different kinds of programs and, you know, looking forward again to, you know, traveling and, and doing the international modeling and helping people be able to do the same thing and be enlivened by who they are. So what, what is that transformation? Yeah. So the transformation really starts with clarity and getting clear on who you are, who you came here to be and who you want to show up as. And so it's really tuning into your authentic self and that allowing that aspect of you to shine, no matter what it is that you're doing, whether you're doing an amazing VIP photo shoot experience, or you're going on an epic confidence building journey in another country with me, or you're sitting down and going through an Oracle course. It's really like learning to identify within yourself, like who am I and why am I afraid to show my fullest expression and my authentic self to others and to the world? Absolutely. That's, that's so necessary um, to find both sides. You want this, but where's my block? What am I not seeing that's stopping me from moving forward? So the clarity that you help them receive is, um, is so important to them moving forward. Um, so everybody's approach is different in the way they coach or the way they work. And so what makes your approach very Robin like, 
um, what, what's unique about your techniques or your tools that you use or just even a, the, the principles that you work through? Yeah, that's a great question. So I have, I have a gift for holding space for others mm. and really allowing them, as I said at the beginning, my core mission is allowing, creating space for others to be seen and heard. So I really have a gift for holding space in that way and mirroring that back to others so that they are really hearing for themselves. Cause sometimes we can speak something out loud and we're not necessarily hearing it. And so it's me reflecting that back so that you can get that and you can hear. Cause so often we're so in our heads when we're talking that we're not, we're not actively listening. Yes. So, so I, so that's something that I just, I really, admire about myself, I'll say in my work, because I really do have a gift in that way. And just creating a space where people feel safe. Um, I, I've noticed through the years, and this is something that before I recognized that I'm an intuitive and highly sensitive. And if you, if you follow Darla Ledoux and her work, and you take her magic quiz, I'm a sensation magician. And so I feel things. It's like, I really feel it in my body. And so I have noticed now as, as I'm meeting strangers and stuff, I have had more times than I can count. People say, I've never told anybody this before, or I don't know why I'm telling you this, but, and it's like, they just will open their heart to me, complete strangers, um, or people that I barely know, or people that I really know well. And so there, so I recognize in myself that I have this like quality that, um, within me that is, it creates safety for others so that they feel that it's, you're a safe person. I feel safe opening myself up to you. And so that when you're working with me, that's really, I think two of the biggest things that I embody. Um, and then aside from that, just bringing in my level of experience and traveling, all over and taking big leaps, um, into the unknown, leaving, like kind of letting go of things in life, um, material things and things like identities, things within ourselves that we hold on to. So, so there's like a combination of that, that comes together with my work. I love that. I, I love that you hold that safe, sacred space. So there's not that level of outside fear, you know, they could let their guard down. And that's so freaking important to be able to um, give ourselves permission to shine more brightly of who we are. And maybe we just need somebody to hold that space to let us practice. Yeah. You know, there's, there's times when we just, we, we have to practice our little tiny um, gift because it needs to be nurtured still. And that's what your container of support do for your clients. They allow that you allow them to nurture who they really are. Those authentic in the core, I am this, and now I'm trying to own it. Now I'm learning to own it. Now I'm accepting. So our mess is our message. And we all have messes. So what was the mess that you transformed through to be able to 
present this kind of work because everybody has a story and I love stories. So you have to tell me a story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I feel like it's been very messy for many, many years and I've learned, I've learned in the past few years to really walk the talk and be a model for that. And it's interesting, the correlation, because I do model as on the side, it's just something that I, as my mission of um, modeling and photo shoots. And so I didn't, one day I like connected the two and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Cause it's like, I'm modeling in my photo shoots to like really step into and embody who you are. Like I set an intention for each, each place that I'm in and each space that I'm in personally. So it's like, I've had some where you see like the biggest, brightest light in my eyes and smile on my face to capturing myself in a vulnerability shoot after a breakup and being just sad and in tears. And, and so it's been learning through that process to that it's okay. It's okay to show up and be seen. And I think you and I have this similarity with our backgrounds our religious backgrounds of it wasn't okay. Like it wasn't okay to, to be loud. It wasn't okay to speak up. Like we had to keep our, we had to stay quiet. And so I think just like from growing up of just, just constantly being a vibrant child, but then being told like, Oh, it's too much. You need to tone it down or you're talking too loud or stop, you know, not, this isn't the time to be laughing or, or crying. You need to calm yourself. And so I think just like through that process, and even as an adult, like noticing, like I, I recognize years ago before I really, I think it was like really when I started my journey of transformation, that I used to pride myself in only crying like twice a year. Oh my. Like I would just suck it up and shove it down, suppress it. Cause I associated tears with weakness and it wasn't a, until I allowed myself to get vulnerable with myself first and foremost, and then allowing others, like letting other people in. And now I joke that my favorite place to cry is on an airplane. Because it's like, you're, you're not going anywhere. You're, you're not distracted by the outside world. So it's like the best place for you to sit with yourself. And a lot of times many emotions start coming up. And so I've learned to just have the ugly tears. And if people look at me or ask what's wrong, they'll be like, I'm just processing. I'm just releasing. It's okay. Right, right, right. And that's so interesting for you to say, because, you know, your reaction was to suppress and my reaction was to cry every day, Mm. you know, because of guilt or shame or, you know, to be coerced into the dogma and the rules and all that. So for me, the tears were, oh, well, that's good because I'm making progress. I'm getting better, you know. So it's just, it's so interesting how, you know, a similar background, a similar religious structure or dogma, how it affects us so differently. Yeah. You know, so um, I love that. I love that, that you're able to let those things come out now. And it's, and, and working through that 
to again is always allowing ourselves permission to just be who we are and feel all the feels and move forward and still right. move forward. We don't have to wallow in it forever. It, it, it will change. This too shall pass. So yeah. there's always that glimmer of hope and we need coaches to help us. Yes. See through that. And I think there's the balance too, where it's um, some people have like, I'm, I've been on both sides where it's like, I've been the victim. I've played the victim role and that's how I would attract people to me. Oh, yeah. was me. This is my life. This is what's going on. And then it was almost harder for me to take on like experiencing joy and expressing joy and allowing that part of myself to be seen. Cause I was so used to numbing myself or, or, um, like just kind of like, I mean, women, a lot of times, which we've gotten so much better over the years, but it's, it, it has been ingrained to just kind of like diminish who we are and our skills and everything. And so I noticed that just in the mess, you talk about the messes and the message that's been a big part too. Like when I left corporate life, it's like, I left an identity behind and, and I didn't know who I was, what I was doing. And so I was almost afraid to talk about my work and my creations because it wasn't anything like what I was doing before. And I was afraid that either people wouldn't take it seriously and think like, oh, this is just Robin doing another one of her things. Um, or that it would, I don't know, that it would be real. And so it was like scary to talk about it in that way. Yeah. And for some of us, you're a manifesting generator also. Yes. yes so am I. It's like we have to touch our toe in it. Yeah to try it out first to see, is this really lasting? Is this enthusiasm? Is it actually turning into a passion or is it, oh no, I I don't have the right gut feeling. Um, So yeah, I can, uh, I'm with you. There's just so many times it's like, oh, it's just another thing Marianne's trying. You know, so I get that. And I'm sure there are many of your clients who have felt the same way that that um, just need that, again, that permission, that safe space that you create in your containers. So I know you have a book coming out, a chapter in a book. Tell us a little bit about this. Yes. So I am part of the Be the Beacon anthology with um, Ladies Power Lunch and Green Heart Living with um, Dr. Davia Shepard and Elizabeth Hill. And I'm so excited about this particular topic because one, I'm excited to see what everybody, like, it's just amazing. It's been reading, like just reading everybody else's journeys and how we all come from a different space about what it is to be a beacon. And really for me, it was, it was quite a challenge for me to write this chapter. I started out, um, when I was first presented, Elizabeth had reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in writing a chapter. And I thought initially my gut was like, yes, you love writing. You love, yeah, of course you'll do it. And then when I actually sat down to write, I was just flooded with imposter syndrome and 
who am I? Cause I was kind of in a darker space at the time. And this was back in, towards the end of spring. And I was, I was just going through, going through some stuff and questioning, like, I was just like, not clear. I, what, what I was doing. And because my, my work had kind of like was going in different stages because life, you know, life was happening and I was trying on different things. And so I thought, well, who am I to write this chapter? And I sat down and I, I started writing and, and I thought, you know, I was just like in tears and was like, I can't write this. I can't write this chapter. I'm not a light. I'm in a dark space, all of this. And so I've reached out to the writer's hive to the group and I was like, you know what, Robin, if you are all about teaching others and modeling for them what it is to be seen and heard, then it's time for you to step into that yourself. And so I posted in the group and just said like, Hey guys, I sat down to write this chapter and I do not feel qualified to write it at all. My business isn't where I, where I wanted, I, I thought it would be at this point. I, I just, I don't feel like I'm a light in this world. And it really, that's where I was. And just writing that and hitting submit was even that in itself was enough. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I did it. It wasn't scary. And I almost took it down, (laughs) but then I was like, no, you put it out there, leave it. And then I just received the most beautiful validation from the others who were part of the book. And it just like, really, it made such a difference to allow myself to be seen and received and validated the way that I do for others. And I recognize that I haven't been doing that for myself mm-hmm. and that I've, I'm afraid to be vulnerable in that way. And so that was, that was really healing and big for me. And, um, so it took, it still took me some time. I like wrote some other stuff and then I was like, that doesn't feel, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. And in my true manifesting generator ways, I need, I need a deadline, but not just a deadline. I need to like push myself up to the deadline and I need a fire lit within me. Mm-hmm. And so I had, um, like the week before the project was due, Liz reached out to me and she said, Hey, Robin, do you have your final chapter? And I said, no, but give me a deadline and I'll get it to you. And she said, okay, can you get it to me by Friday? And this was like on a Tuesday. And I said, sure, I'll do it. And I did, I wrote my chapter in a night and, but it was enough time for me to work through all of that. And then it just flowed, just flowed out of me. And so I knew that the timing, it was like the right timing for that. Yes. So you were owning your rhythm. Yes, I was owning my rhythm and, and just noticing too, that it was like, I wasn't in that space at that time. And I still ended up writing some of the things of where I was, but from a different perspective. Oh yes. Very different. And so my, my chapter is all about this same topic about owning your rhythm and just trusting, trusting in divine timing. Cause so often we can see, especially if you're a visionary, it's like, we can see the big picture, see it playing out. And then 
we forget that it takes time That's for things to birth and come, come to life. And so that was a big process for me with that. And in my chapter, I'm writing about my, my own work and my own visions and just kind of letting go of that pressure because not only is there the pressure of that from the outside world in the sense of like, um, you know, just do it, like, just do it. That's a big common phrase in our society. But then there's also the aspect of which we've felt a lot during the, the, the pandemic is life is short. What are you waiting for? So I find that there's a balance between that because it's like, yes, what are we waiting for? And it's always constantly like stopping and asking, like, am I ready for this? Is the time, is it the right time? And then that's where your intuition comes in and really can hold you. And that's where a coach can come in and support you. If you're feeling very clouded and foggy and not in a space to do that for yourself. Absolutely. Because I am, as, as everyone knows, I am such a huge proponent of coaching because we don't take the little league coach with us all the way to the pros. We have a new coach at every level and it doesn't stop when we hit the college, you know, when we get our degrees, it's lifelong. We need a coach at every season. So, um, you can work with uh, Robin at her website, wanderingant.com forward slash services. And these notes, these, these will be in the show notes. The links will be in the show notes. And your Be the Beacon is launched next Monday, October the 18th. I am so excited for you all that got to be in this book. Um, it's in, of course, collaboration with Ladies Power Lunch, just like this podcast is. Um, so ladies, if you're looking for a group, a supportive free Facebook group, ladies power lunch is the place to be. Robin and I are both active members in this group and is very supportive. So you can find them under groups under, uh, in, in ladies power lunch or their website, ladiespowerlunch.com. And this be the beacon is one aspect of the support that you find within Ladies Power Lunch. Robin has gotten to be an author. You've been in other of their books also, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, this is an opportunity for you to tap into resources. You know, when this book comes out next Monday, October the 18th, be sure and get this book. It's called Be the Beacon. Robin's chapter will be in it. There are many other of the ladies that are in Ladies Power Lunch that will be in this book because it's an anthology. So um, what other ways can, just mention some of the other ways that people can work with you when they go to your services? Yes, absolutely. So if you are ready to really step into who you are and own who you are, um, you can schedule a VIP photo shoot experience with me. And it's either virtual where I will plan everything out for you and walk you through the process or in person where I will actually go in person and meet you somewhere and organize everything and be there alongside with you. And um, you can also join my waiting list for solo experiences, which are curated experiences for a small group where I support you in gaining confidence and we have challenges and I 
it's for people who, who want to solo travel, but they're really not ready to do it on their own. Mm. So it's fun to do it in a group. And, um, so you can go ahead and join the wait list and see when the next um, trip will be for that. And then if you, I do have one-on-one coaching available as well as my Oracle course. So lots, lots of opportunities and fun ways to connect. Yes. And you also have a clarity session, right? Yes. Yes. I have a deep clarity session and, um, and then also a side project, which ladies power lunch, when you're in that, um, or if you read Dr. Davia's book, grow smarter, not harder, it's all about collaboration. And so Elizabeth Hill and I are collaborating and we just recently launched a writer's haven, um, coaching program and it's not too late to join. So if you are wanting to write your own book, if you, whether you've started or you have an idea of a memoir or inspirational book, you can join our program and we will support you along the way with everything that you need from blocks and mindset to how to publish your book. Awesome. What a wonderful opportunity. So any of you all that have a book inside, which most of us do have multiple books inside, um, contact Robin and uh, let her introduce you to that. It's a writer's haven. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Very good. Well, I want to thank you, Robin, for being my guest. I I so appreciate you spending your time with us and uh, sharing all your beautiful gifts to the world. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Marianne. It's a pleasure to be back on the show with you and with your audience. Absolutely. And As always, be sure that you like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast as it helps my work go into the world and spread more joy because as a joy advocate, I want to sprinkle that stuff everywhere. And being able to interview these beautiful coaches, intuitive, light workers, shamans, uh, business coaches, what have you, these folks are the ones that help you on your transformational journey. These are the coaches we hire on down the road and every season needs a coach. So uh, you're also invited to visit our website, maryannpack.com for all of our services. All the, all the links will be in the show notes for you to contact Robin at wanderingant.com. And um, do you have any parting words of wisdom you would like to leave us with today? Yeah, just trust trust in your timing and how you best operate. And sometimes that might be that you wake up in the middle of the night and get struck with a spark of inspiration and that's your time to shine. And other times it might be early in the morning or whenever it is, trust in your timing and your rhythm. Yes, yes, yes. Own your rhythm. This is perfect. We all have an individual that we don't, have a rhythm that's in alignment with anyone else. It's our own personal core rhythm that is a signature, a thumbprint of who we are. So own it, ladies. Um, Thank you again, Robin. I appreciate you. And remember, everyone, you are joy looking for a way to express.